Welcome to Furniture Industry News for Tuesday, September 5th, 2023 from FurniturePodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover the abrupt shutdown of furniture companies due to financial challenges, the educational and social events offered by the High Point Market Authority at The Point, and the truck driver shortage in specific fleets, and the contribution of independent operators to capacity. It's no secret that the furniture industry has faced numerous challenges in the past few years, from the pandemic to supply chain issues, plummeting demand, inflation, and tightening credit, companies have been hit hard. It's not surprising that some have fallen in the face of this economic onslaught. What is surprising, however, is how quickly some companies have gone from conducting business as usual to shutting down completely. Take Lane, Klausner, and Mitchell Gold, plus Bob Williams, for example. These companies went from operating one day to being closed the next, leaving employees with no advance notice or time to react. Lane resorted to midnight emails telling employees not to show up for work ever again. Klausner was slightly better as employees were informed at the end of the day that it was their last day. They at least had the opportunity to clean out their desks and lockers. Mitchell Gold plus Bob Williams went the route of a hastily printed letter taped to a sign in front of the building, informing employees not to come in because they were all fired. These abrupt shutdowns were supposed to serve as the company's warn notifications, but it's doubtful that's how the law intended it to work. In all three cases, the company's banks were the ones pulling the plug, leaving us wondering why the lenders believed that shutting down completely was a better option than filing for Chapter 11 or Chapter 7. This raises questions about how damaged these companies were for a lender to make the decision that closure was the only solution. It's also worth considering why the traditional reorganization methods were not pursued. Did someone or some entity determine that a reorganization or sale was simply not feasible? It wouldn't be surprising if the banking sector has reconsidered the traditional response of Chapter 11 or Chapter 7 for struggling companies. Perhaps there's something unique about these cases that has made shut down the preferred option, but it remains unclear. These three companies aren't the only ones struggling in the current business climate. More companies will likely face similar choices in the months to come. It will be interesting to see if the more traditional reorganization methods make a comeback or if shutdown becomes the new Chapter 11. Located right in downtown of High Point's Market District, the branded pop-up venue, The Point, is not only a hub for High Point Market programming organized by HPMA, but it's also the perfect spot to grab some lunch, relax in the lounge, or get some assistance from the Guest Services Center. From October 13th to the 18th, they have a jam-packed schedule of educational and social events lined up for you. Tammy Nagam, president and CEO, highly recommends stopping by The Point during your visit to High Point Market. They've got something for everyone, whether you need directions, want to gain valuable insights for your business, or just need a break from the showroom activities. Now, let's dive into some of the exciting program highlights for this season. Navigating Market Like a Pro, Three Ways to Build Your Design Business, Design Manager Social Mixer, An Intimate Conversation with Vicente Wolf, and so much more. I mean, they've got it all covered. Oh, and don't forget to check out the amazing food options from the Blooming Board. Salads, grain bowls, charcuterie, and desserts. The truck driver shortage myth is just that, a myth. 
While certain fleets may experience driver shortages, the trucking market as a whole quickly addresses these shortages. Capacity shortages also occur from time to time, but the market swiftly takes care of them. Anyone can create a trucking company with no barriers to entry, which is exactly what has happened in the past four years. In fact, operating authority for motor carriers of property issued by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration has grown by 45% from July 2019 to August 2023, while truckload demand has only increased by about 11% during the same period. The current difficult conditions in trucking are a result of too much capacity chasing too little freight. This leads us to question where the perpetual driver shortage myth comes from. It is primarily propagated by larger trucking companies that struggle to recruit drivers into their fleet operations. These companies have to compete with other trucking companies as well as with drivers seeking employment in other sectors like construction and warehousing. Additionally, they have to compete against the growth of independent operators. The American Trucking Association plays a role in perpetuating the shortage narrative. The ATA consists of mid-size and large trucking fleets, which make up a smaller percentage of the overall industry's capacity. The ATA's membership dues are based on company size, and it seeks to influence Congress on matters related to the trucking industry. By encouraging Congress to pass legislation and appropriations for driver training and recruitment programs while minimizing regulations that favor larger fleets over independent owner-operators, the ATA helps create the perception of a perpetual driver shortage. However, if Congress were aware of how quickly independent operators enter the market during a capacity crunch, the need for recruitment and retention programs would be lessened. Data from the FMCSA tells the story of the growth of small independent fleets. FreightWave's data platform, Sonar, collects information from various sources, including the FMCSA. Fleet registrations are tracked by the number of trucks assigned. This data reflects the growth and fragmentation of trucking fleets accurately. Looking at the breakdown of fleet sizes, only 41% of the 2.9 million trucks in the market are in fleets with more than 100 trucks. This is a decrease from 2010 when fleets of that size comprised 54% of total trucking capacity. Mid-size and large fleets often struggle to recruit new employee drivers due to lifestyle issues. Many drivers don't want to be away from home for extended periods, especially in a forced dispatch operation. On the other hand, independent owner-operators have more autonomy over their operations and can choose loads based on destination, time in transit, or commodity type. This freedom attracts entrepreneurs to enter the market as independent truckers. As barriers to entry for new fleets become less burdensome, the number of smaller fleets in the industry will continue to grow. However, this trend may lead to more pronounced and violent boom and bust cycles in the trucking industry. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes.